0: Hey, what is up, my dudes? You can find us every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For the full experience, remember to check us out on YouTube at TFFDudes. And as always, don't be rude, share the dudes. Informed. Outspoken. Wild. Fearless. This is the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. What is up, my dudes? This is Trent with the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. I am joined by myself. This is my solo waiver wire show that I look forward to bringing to you every single week. This is our week six transactions, and I have... 12 waiver ads. If you want all the waiver ads, I go more in depth on the email. Go to www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. Sign up for that email. There will be a link in the show notes. We are available wherever you listen to podcasts. If you don't have time for the YouTube videos, but before we get started, remember to give us a rate, give us a sub, give us a thumbs up, leave a comment. If you have any questions, I'll get to those as fast as I can. So Week six, week five is in the books. We are jumping into week six. You know, starting this off like I always do, you know, this is kind of like a pumpkin patch transactions and you know, and that's the thing with this time of year, guys, as the leaves shift in color, the crispness of the air singles the arrival of fall. The seasons bring cooler weather. Candy corn and football season is in full swing. Fall's positivities certainly outweigh its minor inconveniences. It presents unique challenges though as me as a husband, as a father, sometimes the annual trip to the pumpkin patch. Guys, you know what I'm talking about? It's no good. It's one Saturday a year or Sunday a year. You and the fam got to go to the pumpkin patch and pretend you're buying local pumpkins that they haul in on a truck from miles, hours, maybe States away. Usually I come up Northern, my area, the Midwest, Northern America, Northern West Coast, kind of where they bring these pumpkins and they aren't local for all i know they're buying them at a grocery store and they're charging you double but you know what they get you there and they have admission these pumpkin patches they've got to go as a farmer i i hear about you guys on the east coast and the south going apple picking like what is that i farm tree fruit i should start charging people to pick my fruit it is amazing that people do this kind of stuff but the pumpkin patches fall they happen to happen in the fall and it's terrible. All all you guys out there, you know, you're hitting, your, you're pounding your chest, going like, "This guy understands. I understand, you know." And, and you single guys who don't understand, just just cherish these moments. Just enjoy those flannels by yourself, you know. You don't have to go out there and take all those pictures and all that stuff. But but I'm going to bring this back into waivers. This will all make sense, you know. And and maybe you're just thinking like, "Hey, man, chill out a little bit." Here's the deal, though. Like. You're like, hey, big deal. It's two hours. Yeah, big deal. I'm an Oklahoma Sooners fan. Had to miss the Red River rivalry to go to the pumpkin patch. Yeah, I had fun. Yeah, I had some good food. Yeah, there was caramel apples. Yeah, candy corn, all that good stuff, but I still missed a really good game. Hey, I saw the first half. I missed the end though. Hey, you know, highlights aren't bad. I did have a good time, but you know, it's just like, it always competes with football season. Like, why can't we go to the pumpkin patch in the spring when nothing's going on? Like, I don't care if I miss a baseball game, but come on, it's football season. You know what I'm talking about? These people are out to get us. This this is attack. This is attack on modern males. You know, this is like uh, the alpha males. This is attack on us. I, I, I truly believe that. And honestly, have you ever pondered the origins of the pumpkin decoration trend? It makes zero sense. It's a modern-day phenomenon to me. Strangely enough, the less appealing and size-challenged the pumpkin, the more women are attracted to it. Despite my love for pumpkin pies and jack-o'-lanterns, the rationale behind the whole pumpkin decoration remains unattainable for my simple mind as a guy. It, it makes no sense. So here I am in a pumpkin patch out of self-service, rows of pumpkins with my family this past weekend, and the purpose, be- this, the purpose of this tradition began to dawn on me. It was about choosing a pumpkin that looked great, but inevitably wouldn't rot quickly. Much like the career trajectory, messing up on words, of James Conner his whole career. You know, he looks real good, starts out real good. All of a sudden, the guy's on your IR bench, you know, just bench fodder. And you're wondering, what am I doing with this guy? You know, he does this to me every year. Hopefully you traded James Conner while you could still get something for him because he's hurting. I don't know how long he's out. I'm not a doctor. I just see stuff online. But anyways, yeah, it's pumpkin patches, fancy football. The two go hand in hand. You got to find those gyms that are going to last. So you maybe you find this great looking pumpkin, but it's about to rot just like James Conner. It's also about identifying the pumpkin that offered the best value, similar to David Montgomery's underappreciated talents this draft season. The guys going off, everyone was talking about Jameer Gibbs. We got David Montgomery, you know, old faithful. Jordan made fun of me, me saying he was the best value in the 10th round. Jordan put him on his fantasy team. Jordan's, you know, four and one. Jordan gives me zero credit. David Montgomery, that's value right there. You got to find that pumpkin that can just last on your doorstep or on your table. Anyone else's wives put those little tiny squatty pumpkins on the table? You know, it's all like, you know, oh, no, it's cute. It's like, well, you think I'd be cute if I was squatty and never mind. You know, this is getting too close to home. But anyways, the lesson From the pumpkin patch experience is a universal one to me. Sometimes we must just embrace the tasks we don't particularly enjoy. Whether it's attending a pumpkin patch during the Red River rivalry or including Sam Howell in your Thursday night football lineup, the right decision isn't always the most gratifying. You know, people came after me about Terry McLaurin's start. I did say Sam Howell was my stream of the week last week, and he went off. And he should have thrown the ball to Terry McLaurin. It was terrible. But if you're reading, if you're listening to this with a sense of frustration, perhaps realizing you've been avoiding your own pumpkin patch adventure, prepare yourself for that family outing. Now, you know, maybe your wife let you bring some headphones. You can listen to this on your, on the drive. You know what I mean? Does anyone else's wife, you know, my wife doesn't let me do it, but maybe your wife lets, you know, put in AirPods while the kids are in the back complaining, having a good time on the way to the pumpkin patch. Who knows? But, uh, you know, don't get frustrated. Just get it over with. And, uh, Get some good food. This might help you understand the strategic decisions in fantasy football where we look beyond appearances and discover hidden potential. In conclusion, as we welcome the delightful autumn season, let's wholeheartedly embrace its quirks and even those dudes that like wearing Uggs. Like, what's up with those guys, man? You're wearing Uggs. I, I wear Crocs. I'm wearing Crocs right now. I record this pod. Crocs are for, you know, that's that is that's for just, you know, that's like, you know, middle class that's what Crocs are. I got fuzzy Crocs. They're way better than Crocs. So, sorry with the rant. I know you're all here for waivers, so let's get it going here right now. We have our week six waivers, and if you haven't checked it out, don't miss our whole week five recap where I just, you know, cry about the Dallas Cowboys, all that good fancy football stuff. Wherever you listen to podcasts, remember, don't be rude. Share the dudes. Really helps us out, guys. Now, let's get into our week we at? We're at week six waivers. So let's explore this waiver pumpkin patch. Looking for the top waiver wire additions for week six. Here are my favorite waiver wire options with roster percentages below 68% on Sleeper. If you want the ultimate fantasy football experience, consider switching your league to Sleeper today. They also have some exciting picks. If you use the promo code DUDES100, they'll match up to $100. Rankings are half point PPR with the help of PFF and they were done before Monday Night Football concluded. All right, first on the list, I got Matthew Stafford, this is- roster is set to benefit from Cooper Cup's return. Remember how good Cup and Stafford were after they started having breakfast together every morning? Now they have a podcast. It's called Nine to Dime. Listen to it sometime, maybe if you're bored after you're done listening to us, of course. Stafford's my stream of the week. Should maintain his consistency throughout the year if he can stay injury-free. Matthew Stafford, pick him up. Next on my list, I have Sam Howell, 36% rostered. Maybe not the prettiest choice, but he's currently QB 14 on the season and faces Atlanta this week. Imagine the potential if he can get Terry McLaurin involved third on the list. I have Gardner Minshew 4% rostered steps into the starting role to replace the injured Anthony Richardson. Gardner's had a touchdown in each of his starting appearances. So going back over that list, I have Matt Stafford, my stream of the week, Sam Howell currently QB 14 on the season and Gardner Minshew who has a touchdown in each of his starting appearances. And let this be a reminder Check the waiver wire. Who got dropped? Sometimes good guys get dropped. Maybe somebody rage dropped Jordan Love because the Packers lost tonight and he threw three interceptions. Not sure who the Packers are playing at the moment, but always check who gets dropped in your league. People rage drop all kinds of stuff like that. Maybe Jackson Smith and Jigba got dropped because he was on a buy. Just giving a rookie rookie example right there, guys. So always check the waiver wire. See who is dropped. See who. See who's on there, you you know, all that good stuff. All right, next, we are heading over to our running backs. And honestly, you know, the leaves are falling, the leaves are changing color. You know, you can smell that pumpkin spice latte why not head over to manscape guys where you can get 20 percent off your whole entire order promo code dudes 20 lawnmower 4.0 it's got a flashlight all that good stuff head over to manscape tell them the dude sent you 20 percent off your whole entire order these boxers are really good they're soft they they don't ride they aren't like broncos country they don't ride what can i say Manscaped, promo code DUDES20. Check it out. And if you're listening on the podcast, go ahead, check this out on the YouTube. Give us a follow. Give us a thumbs up, at Dudes. All right, running backs. Good running back list. Like I said, not all the running backs I'm gonna be given on this pod. You're gonna have to go sign up for the email. For those of you who are not good at reading, like myself, I am sorry. But hey, I, I can't give you guys everything. Come on, don't be rude, share the dudes. Imari Di mercado. Probably butchering this guy's name. Backup running back for James Conner. Remember the pumpkin that, you know, rotted inside? That's kind of harsh, honestly. 2% rostered. Had an impressive performance with 10 carries for 45 yards and a touchdown against the Bengals. Could see more action depending on the severity of Conner's knee injury. Maybe something's happened since Monday Night Football. I, as of right now, we do not know. Imari DiMarcato should be rostered. Pick him up. Next on the list, Roshan Johnson, 51% rostered despite a concussion during Thursday Night Football. Had a little extra time to heal, get out of the p- concussion protocol. Has a chance to return this week versus Minnesota. This is a good matchup for Roshan Johnson. 51% rostered on sleeper, guys. Go check the waiver wire for your boy, Roshan. Next on the list, I have Jaleel McLaughlin. rostered, showed explosiveness with nine carries for 68 yards and a receiving touchdown. However, he faces a tough matchup this week versus the Chiefs. think this might be a Samaje Pirine game. Pirine did lead the Broncos in receiving yards as a running back. Monitor the situation. I got some more guys on this list, but you're going to have to sign up at www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com to get this delivered right to your email at midnight. You know, just like pumpkins, that pumpkin on Cinderella, midnight boom turn into a pumpkin i don't know where i'm going with this sorry you know i really want some candy corn i'm craving it my it's, it's a little treat we got in our house I'm, i wish i was eating candy corn while i was doing the pod but i don't think anyone wants to hear me smacking all right and i got stashes on that email so check that out and let me just give you, you know just throw it up here everybody i got i just recap running backs emario Demarcado, is that right man Roshan Johnson, Jaleel McLaughlin. Jaleel McLaughlin, that just sounds like a running back to me, guys. All right, wide receivers are next. Here we go. I'm going to throw it over to these guys. And before I throw it over to these guys, remember, Trophy Smack. Best place to get your fantasy football trophies. All kinds of trophies, actually. It's great. Go to trophysmack.com forward slash dudes. 15% off your whole entire order. You're checking this out on YouTube. I'm holding this belt up. WWE belt on my shoulder. Look at all that bling right there. Dino dudes got some brass knuckles. Undisputed champion right there. This is for our Dynasty League. This is Seth's belt. I hate that he leaves it in my house. I think it's kind of a jerk move, if you ask me. Like, just rub it in my face that you won the league. You know, Pay at your house, but hey, looks good on YouTube. So, what can I say? Wide receivers thrown over here. Let me get this big WWE belt, you know, for all you WWE guys out there. They got last place trophies too. www.trophysmack.com forward slash dudes. All right, wide receivers. First on the list, I have Curtis Samuel, 27% rostered, might be taking over as the team's number two pass catcher, boasting back-to-back performances of 14-plus points, currently wide receiver 32 on this season. Next, Jordan's boy, Rashi Rice, 48% rostered, caught four of five targets for 33 yards and a touchdown, could be the most reliable receiver for Mahomes right now. Is it? Could this be like... Not a Tyreek Hill replacement, but a good pass catcher that's not a tight end, not named Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs. Rasheed Rice is a favorable matchup this week against Denver. Could see a bigger role if Kelsey does not suit up. Next on the list, I have KJ Osborne, 16% rostered. Nine targets. He caught five of them. Worth considering this week against Chicago if Jefferson is sidelined with a hamstring injury. Again, monitor the situation. So going back over all those wide receivers I had, Curtis Samuel, back-to-back performances of 14 points, might be the team's number two, Rashie Rice, maybe a bigger role, KJ Osborne worth considering with the hamstring injury to Justin Jefferson. All right, tight ends, my favorite right here. Here we go. I have Cole Komet, 68% rostered caught all five of his targets for a touchdown and now has back-to-back games with TDs ranking tight end number three on the season. And he's only 68% rostered on sleeper. And again, all these rankings are done half point PPR by PFF. Number two, I have Dalton Schultz, 44% rostered led the Texans in catches against Atlanta and has a back-to-back games with TD receptions sitting as tight end at 11 on the season. Last I got Travis Kel- right, with Travis Kelsey nursing an ankle injury, and in a short week ahead for the Chiefs Thursday night football. Noah Gray, five percent rostered, could be in the spotlight if Kelsey doesn't play. Mahomes loves tight ends. Noah Gray, hey, it's a short week. Kelsey's ankle's messed up. He didn't just shake it off. He shook it off, but he's uh you know, short week, no fun with a rolled bummed angle, ankle. I think Noah Gray might play. If Kelsey says he's playing, you got to play Kelsey. I got two more tight ends on this list that you're going to have to check out on the email though, guys. So if you enjoyed this whole episode, guys, be sure to check out your weekly, check us out on podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter at TFF dudes guys really helps us out. I enjoy these solo pods. Again, have you any questions, drop your comments at the bottom on YouTube. Hit the thumbs up, hit the like, all that good stuff. And I will see you on Thursday with our Start and Sits episode. Don't miss our week five recap, guys. You know, always good stuff when all the dudes get together. Well, I'll see you next time. And as always, take care. This has been another episode of the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. Remember to rate, review, and follow. For more information, go to www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. And remember, we are sorry for absolutely nothing.